Hello and welcome to this episode of Pi Day Ponderings. I am Dr. David Stanton, Headmaster of Oakdale Academy in Waterford, Michigan. It's the Monday of Thanksgiving week and we just want to take a few minutes and share a little bit about Thanksgiving, why we should be thankful and, and some historical thoughts about this wonderful holiday here at the end of November. As we do so, we always are thankful to our supporters, our benefactors, our donors for their generosity, not just in finances, but most importantly in your support and in your prayers for us at Oakdale Academy and throughout classical Christian education. So with that, we hope you enjoy this short episode on Thanksgiving week of Paideia Ponderings. Well, welcome back to this episode of Paideia Ponderings. And again, we just want to take a few minutes and offer our own small gift uh, as we get ready to celebrate Thanksgiving Day here this Thursday. And just a reminder uh, to, to level set the, the Thanksgiving feast started back at the time, obviously, of the pilgrims um, throughout New England and a thanksgiving feast to God for providing for their safety over those rough years, those rough winters in particular, for the, uh, the friendship of American Indians who came alongside these settlers uh, initially. And when, when there was initially uh, a, a reluctant uh, working between these different groups, and it, it's from there that we began a process, we began a journey as a soon-to-be nation of being thankful, of setting aside days of fasting, days of thanksgiving, days of prayer. So it, it was, should not surprise us that many of our presidents throughout our history issued days of, or proclamations of days of fasting and prayer of thanksgiving. Um, George Washington in 1789 um, suggested that both houses of Congress may, by their joint com uh, committee, requested me, meaning that the Congress requested of President Washington to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public fasting, uh, public thanksgiving and prayer, pardon me, to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many sig signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Washington continued that he assigned Thursday, the 26th day of November, to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of the great and glorious being who is the benef uh, beneficent author of all that it was good, of all that was, that is, or that will be. That we may then all unite in rendering under him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation, for the signal and manifold mercies and the favorable interpositions of his providence, which we experienced in the course and conclusion of the late war, for the great decree of tranquility, union, and plenty, which we have, in, uh, which we have since enjoyed, for the peaceable and rational manner in which we have enabled to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted for the civil and religious liberty with which we are blessed and the means we have of acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge 
in general for all the great and various favors which he hath been pleased to confer upon us. Washington, in other words, is, is asking the people of the United States, we should be thankful to God for success during the revolution, for his mercies in helping us establish our state constitutions and ultimately moving from the Articles of Confederation to the current constitution. But he also continues in Washington's declaration, said, and also that we may then unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations, and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions, to enable, to enable us all, whether in public or private stations, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, to render our national government a blessing to all the people, by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed to protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such as have shown kindness unto us, and to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue, and the increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best. And this was signed by George Washington on October 3rd, as he stated, in the year of our Lord, 1789. And Thanksgiving kind of fell from some popularity uh, for some time. It was, it was a matter of fact, a, a woman many people have heard about, and sadly many people have not heard about, Sarah Hale, a magazine editor, editor pardon me, who wrote letter after letter after letter, encouraging successive presidents to reestablish a day, as she put it, of annual Thanksgiving to be made a national and fixed union festival. Sarah Hale explained to several different presidents culminating in her last letters that she explained, you may have observed that for some years past, there has been an increasing interest felt in our land to have the Thanksgiving held on the same day in all the states and now needs national recognition and authoritative fixation only to become permanently an American custom and institution because each a state had its own Thanksgiving holiday, or each celebrated a different time, and the idea was to make Thanksgiving what it is today, a national holiday. She finally, after at least three or four presidents refusing to listen, taking on bigger issues, uh, she said uh, she found her answer, though, in Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln um, wrote about the importance of this and, and noting that it was 74 years before uh, Lincoln's proclamation that George Washington had proclaimed the first day of Thanksgiving, which I have just read. And it was a proclamation by Abraham Lincoln on October 3rd, 1863, in the midst of the Civil War that said, amongst other things, <clears throat> the year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed, that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added, 
which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequal magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, needful diversions of wealth and strength in the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines, as well of, as of iron and coal as of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. He goes on to say that population has increased Things are going well with strength and vigor. It says that all these things are gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, as Lincoln continues, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged, as with one heart and one voice, by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States, and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him, for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perseverance and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged, and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace harmony, tranquility, and union. In testimony whereof, I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed, done at the city of Washington this third day of October in the year of our Lord 1863, and of the independence of the United States, the 88th, by the President, Abraham Lincoln. So as you go through your Thanksgiving Day. Remember, we do live in a nation that was created, begun, inspired by, and was one that so ultimately praised our great God. So let us take time on this Thanksgiving Day to, yes, thank him for our many and myriad blessings, but let us take it also as a time to pray that our nation can return as a people to remembering our heritage, our history, and our prominence in espousing God above all things and giving him the glory for all that truly and rightfully is his. With that, we all here at Oakdale Academy wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.